what uh what are your thoughts on cannibalism um i don't know i mean i would i would assume that i'm against yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm against Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, and take a dive into the unknown. You like that? I just came up. That was a good one, right? Ooh, on the spot. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the new intro. It was good. Uh, joining me today is, uh, is fan favorite Colby Clark back again. What's up, bud? Fan favorite says who? The fans? Yeah. I mean, uh, all the reviews on... Uh, Apple Podcasts seem to think that you're just the co-host, so they're like the co-hosts are great. So, oh yeah, how you doing, bud? Nice. It's good to have you back. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Piecing it together today. Yeah, yeah. Time went on yeah. last night. Well, you know, just you know, writing some tunes. Yeah, trying to stay creative. How's that going? Yeah, it's going great. Yeah, yeah. we two freshies in the books last night. Oh, bang is Bappas. Well, for the, for everyone listening, uh, Colby is a guitar player in uh, New Hampshire metalcore band. We say it's a metalcore band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lantern's yeah. Last Light. Yeah. Uh, you got a single out called uh, Mitochondria. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Makahiki Kamaha. That's what it. Is. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go check that out. I'll put a link in the description of the episode. So if anyone we said it so many times, <laughs> I can't. We said it so many times in that episode with <laughs> oh, with Carson from Callous Dive Boys. Um, with Carson, that yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever. Well, I'm not supposed to forget it in the first place, but <laughs> I was gonna say it's your song. You should. You no, should I definitely it. won't. All right. Well, yeah, I said, I'll, I'll put it in the description so people can check it out if you guys are fans of metalcore. Um, but Colby, I, I have one question for you. Sure. Shoot. What uh? What are your thoughts on cannibalism? Pro against. Indifferent. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there I go saying I mean again. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would I would assume that I'm against. Yeah, I'm 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 against. Now, what if let's I'm, say I'm, I'm anti cannibalism? Let's say you it was it was like a brutally harsh winter, and it was you and Maddie and I don't know Rob, and you were snowed inside for like weeks on end. You're desperate. Rob dies. Like a. Right. This is like a 70 days on an island kind of thing. Yeah. But with cannibalism. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't think I have a choice at that point, right? Doesn't my hunger take over? I don't know. But the reason why I asked is because today we're going to be going over the cannibalistic spirit known as the Wendigo. Are you familiar with the Wendigo at all? Dang, I am not. No? Mm-mm. Oh, you're about to learn today, baby. The Wendigo is one of my favorite all time. I, I don't want to say cryptids. It's a, I guess, a spirit, like an evil spirit, malevolent spirit. And okay, the folklore behind it and the legends is fucking awesome. I, I've never heard of it. I'm pretty bad with time management. I never know when to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You had to take a sip right after that just to really punctuate it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, those for the fans. They can't see you. 
no, 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 the joke, the the pun. Oh, okay. Pun daddy, pun daddy Clark here. All right. Well, you ready to dive right into this? Always. All right. Well, I think that it's important to mention right off the top two very important things. Uh, first, I am not a scholar or like a like a learned person on Native American or First Nations beliefs, their traditions or cultures, and I don't believe you are as well, Kobe. Right? I am not. No. Okay. Uh, so what I'm saying, we're just a couple of dudes with microphones. So if, if anything I say or, or we say in this episode is wrong, misguided, or in any way offensive, just know that I'm doing my best to accurately and respectfully tell this story to the best of my abilities with the resources I had available with to me. And uh, Okay. Yeah, so, so if anything I say is wrong, just please feel free to reach out with any corrections or information, and I'll be sure to make a note of them in the next episode. The second thing I want to stress that's very important is that the Wendigo is not a cryptid. I see this misclassification a lot in a lot of like subreddits and like internet message boards and stuff as well as like pop culture. And I think it's to dispel as good as like dispel that right away. Now to loosely go off what a Redditor said in a subreddit, a cryptid is an animal that is claimed to exist, but has never been proven to exist. Like uh, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, Mothman, that kind of stuff. They all fall into all right. that category of cryptid uh, because they, mm-hmm. they're claimed to be like flesh and blood creatures, but they've never been proven to exist. The Wendigo is a spirit. Mm. It possesses those that engage in certain behaviors, and it is not a physical uh, animal, if that makes sense. It's, this, it's spiritual in nature. Sure. I would say it's spiritual in, in nature. nature. Yeah, it's in nature. But it's a spiritual representation yeah. of uh, desperation, greed, isolation. And it's also not a skinwalker. I see a lot of people say that it's a skinwalker. Oh, I don't know if you know what a skinwalker is. Um, something walking around with skin. That's yep. <laughs> it's fucking nested, dude. Shot in the dark. No, hey, I'm proud of you. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no, hey, All appreciate right. it. So the uh, I, I I I'm not familiar with the with the skinwalker. Oh, it's well, it's not relevant to what we're talking about. So maybe I'll have you on for another okay. episode to talk about skinwalkers. I don't know. It's, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> um, but uh. All right, so now that that's out of the way, I think we're ready to dive right in. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Any okay. questions so far? No. <laughs> okay. Where does it take place? Where does it take place? Well, I'm glad yeah. you asked. We're about to find out. Now, the, uh, the Wendigo has been a staple of pop culture for, for years now. Uh, TV shows like Supernatural, Hannibal, movies like Antlers and The Wendigo. Uh, it's also been featured in video games such as Fallout 76 and Until Dawn. And if you're like a super oh. nerd like <laughs> like me, you might as well you might know it from uh, the trading card game MetaZoo, where it was basically the mascot for their Nightfall uh, release. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. none of those portrayals are really accurate, and the reason why is because for some reason modern tellings and uh, depictions of the Wendigo portray it as this tall, gaunt like 20-foot-tall giant man-beast with the face of a deer skull and antlers. Uh, I'm gonna send, what? Yeah, I'm going to send you uh, <laughs> some pictures, and I want you to, uh, to let me know what your thoughts. So, so this is what the modern representation of uh, the Wendigo is. It's okay. pretty fucked up looking. It's pretty awesome, not going to lie. Like I understand why people think this is a badass representation of it, but unfortunately we'll right. find out that it's not quite what it is okay all right yep did you get it that's 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I got them both. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and that is pretty badass. Um, yeah, I don't even like why why only hair somewhere? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know why only patchy. hair somewhere. <laughs> so he's getting old. He needs he needs to uh uh get himself some creeps, not creeps. Keeps. Jesus Christ. He gives me the creeps, but he needs some keeps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got to love when shit like that comes together. That's good. <laughs> and you can't make that stuff up, but. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. So, like I said, the, the portrayal of it looking like that uh, isn't very accurate. The one thing that they do get accurate, though, is that it has an insatiable hunger for human flesh. So, what is the one to go real, you might be asking? Mm-hmm. This is when you ask me that. Well, like, what what is the accuracy based off of if okay. it's not in, in nature? <laughs> well, the Wendigo is an evil, malevolent, and cannibalistic spirit that has been part of the Native American and First Nations folklore for centuries, specifically in the Algonquin language group, which was located in the Great Plains region of the United States, as well as the Great Lakes and Northeast regions of the U.S. and Canada. So basically right where you live, Colby, right up in New Hampshire. Dang. That was I. You said you weren't a scholar. Shit. I know, right? I did my research. I try to do this like as like fucking to the T as possible, but it's hard. It's good work. There's it's so work. much lore behind it that it's hard to really condense it into like a thirty to forty five minute episode. So I did my sure, best. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, it's it's believed that the Wendigo is a manifestation of all the worst and darkest parts of the human spirit. So greed, gluttony, cannibalism. And it was described by native ethnographer and author Basil Johnston in his book, The Manitoa. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I hope I am. It's, it's, it's pronounced Basil. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, Basil. Just, uh, he yeah, described there, it in, there his, you go. in his book, uh, The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones with its bones pushing out Ooh. over its skin, its complexion Dang. the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into the eye sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, the Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and comp- decomposition of death and corruption. How did you just perfectly describe me? <laughs> You got fuck. I got I got chapped lips lately too. They're not bloody, but I, I get the sunken eyes. I'm 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 unclean. Let's be real. Here. I'm I'm a little dirty at most times. I don't think when it said its lips were tattered and bloody, they meant chapped. I'm pretty sure they mean that it chewed <laughs> them off in a fit of hunger. Okay. okay. But but basically, what he's describing is uh, wildly different than what the modern representation of the Wendigo is. To me, this sounds more okay. like either like uh, like a walker from The Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Right. Or like right. Yeah. Like a like a less skinny version of uh, Christian Bale from the movie The Machinist. Right. Less skinny. Less skinny. Yeah. Because he's pretty because, fucking thin yeah. in that movie, and it's unnerving. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, probably pretty mm-hmm. unhealthy. It is. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> actors are just like us. Oh yeah. Just regular salt of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
But now that you have that description uh, to go off of, I'm going to send you two more pictures that probably more accurately describe what is going on. So take a look at these. Let me know what you think. Also, these pictures, I, I haven't been doing this, but I'll, I'll post the pictures that I've been sending to you on Instagram. So anyone wants to see them, they can, they can check them out. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. Okay, yeah, I see. I seen this one. It's like that dude from uh from the Hobbit, <laughs> like the head orc. Yeah, actually, I shit. Mean, yeah, it does kind of look like that. He's a little thinner, but it kind of does. Yeah, much thinner. It's pretty badass. Dang, and that other one, shoot. Yeah, I don't like that one. That one's a fucking nightmare. Holy smokes! If you want, do you want to do you want to describe the second one to to the audience and they know what you're looking at? Um, it's, it's half man, half elderly man with beard, um, graying hair, uh, widow's peak, I think, I don't know, it's a side view, it's hard to tell, but yeah, he's, he's Christian Bale skinny. (laughs) He really is Christian Bale (laughs) skinny. machinist. (laughs) Um, very long spindly fingers with very long nails at the end. Blood in the teeth, obviously. Oh um, yeah. The nose is a little is a little crunched in there. It's yeah, like it's flat g- face. Kind of Voldemorty. Yeah. A little bit. Yep. Yep. Lost some of his powers way back when. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking. He's looking for the the boy who done it. The boy who done it. The boy who it's, did done did it. It's scary, man. That's that's some. That's some nightmare fuel right there. Yeah, it's not ideal, dude. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to fucking run into one of these in the woods. Good thing mm-hmm. I live in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very far away from the woods. Very you never catch away. one of these in the city. They get spooked like a bear. <laughs> and all the motion sensor lights. You wouldn't think it, but these creatures are more afraid of you, Dave, than you are of it. <laughs> You know, just to put things in perspective. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, that's. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on, Colby. Uh, Basil goes on to say sure, that the sure. word Wendigo derives from the Ojibwa word, uh, ween de go, which means solely for self. Because once you are possessed, you are no longer you. You are the Wendigo and are now solely fixated on one thing, the insatiable hunger for human flesh. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty metal. That's so I'll badass. It, it yeah. kind of is. Um, Absolutely. Now, mostly associated with the winter months, uh, when desperation, isolation, and starvation were real threats to those communities. Uh, like, for example, the Donner Party, that one soccer team from the movie Alive that ate each other in the Andes, or was it a rugby team, something like that? You know what I'm talking about. Right, right. I, I didn't see it, but yeah, I've yeah. heard people talking about it. And also the, uh, the doomed Franklin expedition that uh, we know that starvation and desperation oftentimes can lead to cannibalism. And once you start having those thoughts, that's when you are most vulnerable to possession of the Wendigo. So basically, Colby, oh, let's, let's say okay. you're a hunter, but you're not really good <laughs> at hunting, okay? Right. You just, right. You, just think, you just think the outfit's cool. You know, you're like, fuck mm-hmm. it, dude, you know? Just gonna, yeah. just gonna dive right in. No training, no sort of anything like that. You're just basically a shit hunter. You go out in the woods. Okay. All of a sudden, you're out there for months. Winter rolls in. It's especially brutal, harsh, and your only resort for survival was to eat your family, your neighbor, or just some dude you found in the woods. Now, you, Colby, are vulnerable and most likely now are a Wendigo. How do you feel about yourself? 
No, he he got me, man. It wasn't me. It was it wasn't <laughs> like me, me. It was the it was the Wendigo. Man, what a scapegoat. He kind of looks like a goat too. Well, funny you should just say just blame that. it on the Wendigo, man. I ate my buddy. It wasn't me. It was the hunger. Now, in the late 1800s, uh, there was a Cree man named uh, Swift Runner. Now, he was a uh, a tracker mm-hmm. for the Canadian Mounted Police. And everyone said he was a really nice dude. Everyone in the in the tribe loved him until he kind of became an alcoholic. <laughs> he, he, he got really big. He in- said, quote, unquote, he was a really nice dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. But no, so he he kind of took a liking to whiskey and eventually became sure. pretty much a dickhead overnight. Uh, he got fired from his job. Uh, he was abusive and just aggressive. So the tribe was like, fuck you, get out. We don't want to deal mm-hmm. with this anymore. So him and his family, I believe it was his wife. And I think he had like six kids or something like that. I, I didn't, I'm going off memory by, with this, but so, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, he went out into the woods with his family, set up a camp. And then during the winter, it was like especially brutal. Uh, once after a few months, he he came back, like stumbled out of the woods, and told everyone like, "Hey, my family all starved to death. Like, I need help." Blah blah blah. And right away, people mm-hmm. were calling bullshit on his story because he said his family right. was all dead and dying of starvation, but he looked pretty well fed, if you know what I right. mean. Yeah. So they got a they got a party together. And they went into the woods to go to his camp. And when they got there, uh, they found a grave. So they dug it up, and it was one of his sons. And mm-hmm. he clearly died of starvation. Like, there's no way around it. But the other five right. members of his family, he was kind of cagey about. So the police and some other people started searching around the camp and where they found uh, the bones of his entire family stripped clean of the meat with the bones cracked open. And the marrow sucked out. So they immediately arrested him for murder and cannibalism. Uh, but Dang. as you said, the Wendigo did it. It wasn't me. I was possessed by the Wendigo. So Right, right, right. He even went for the marrow, too. You know, true Native American. He used every part of the human <laughs> body. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Shit. It fit right in though, no, right? That was good. Fuck me, dude. All right. <laughs> so he went on trial, and you uh, got a choice here, bud. Leave it in or take it out. I'm gonna leave it in. <laughs> but he, uh, so he went on trial, and obviously the jury's like, nah, dude. Like I think it took like 30 minutes for the jury to go and deliberate, and right. found him guilty. And I believe, if I read the story correctly, that that was Alberta, Canada's. Uh, first legal hanging, like by the government. Whoa! So they hung him, and so yeah, so he, Canada stepping it up. Yeah, all super late too, eighteen ninety. Like we're not gonna go to war, but we're still hanging people. Yeah, wild. But anyway, so yeah, so you saying that it could be a scapegoat? Mm. Now, was he possessed by the Wendigo? I don't know. I don't buy it, considering that if he was really in a state of such desperation, it turns out that. 20 miles from where his camp was, uh, there was a an outpost where you could go and get supplies. Mm-hmm. So he Hannaford. he easily had like <laughs> he easily had access to you know food and supplies and just just chose instead uh, 
to cook and eat his entire family. Dang. And that is the story. Not of even Runner. just not not even just like some humans, like Mm-mm. his his people. It was his humans. Wow. Fuck. Fuck Wendell go got him, man. Got him good too. Yeah. <laughs> Sucked out that marrow. Damn. No. Uh once a person in the tribe is found to be a cannibal, they're immediately banished. Uh for good reason. You can't really trust anyone who would eat their kids, but also because it was believed that once you got a taste for human flesh, you won't be able to eat anything else, and you're consumed by that hunger and are no longer the person Shit. you once were. Could you imagine still having them around town? <laughs> Just like, hey, 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 back the fuck up, dude. <laughs> you almost got me on that. You almost got me. They got to put a cone around his head like a fucking dog. So doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Uh, but you know what's funny is that literally every video I ever watched, even some articles and podcasts that I, I read and listened to, when it, when it gets to the part where they're talking about how you're consumed by the hunger, they always bring up, and this seems to be a running theme on our show as well, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where uh, Dee and Charlie eat Frank's meat, yeah, and Frank yeah, convinces yeah, yeah. them that it's human, and then the entire episode, they're basically consumed by the hunger for human flesh and then it turns out it was just raccoon and the hunger they were uh dealing with was tapeworms so right right but yep that tapeworms get you dude we did it though we found a way to fucking shoehorn in it's always sunny which has been in every single episode every single one i i did catch the little clip from the one you and curtis did that was good yeah so i think we're gonna keep that theme going i'm gonna try and wait to find a way to shoehorn that in (laughs) Every yeah, I mean, get. you know, looking for that sponsorship, baby. From It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're doing the podcast these days, right? Yeah, maybe I'll just I'll try and convince Danny DeVito to come on. I if anybody that. would come on. You think it would be Danny be DeVito? It would be Daniel DeVito. I don't think so. But anyways, yeah. let's move on, Colby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there was an interview with a Cree elder uh, that I had found while researching for this. I actually found it in the resources section of a John Solo video, which is really fucking good. If you don't know who John Solo is, he is a YouTuber that does a lot of uh, folklore stuff. He does it really well, uh, way better than I ever okay. could, because uh, he takes the real time to do it. But um, sure, sure. Basically, what what the Cree elder said. Uh, in his interview, and this is kind of summarizing a little bit, he said that basically, once a person is consumed by this hunger, they are no longer human, and that over time, if he continues to eat human flesh, he becomes numb, basically a husk with no feeling, and that, uh, quote, his heart becomes like ice. There is no sympathy. There's no right. No human richness. That's all that counts. So basically, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. become a Wendigo, you're fucked. There's no, tur- there's no turning back. You get the, the, it just turns your mind into zero empathy. No, what? It's the tapeworms. <laughs> zero, zero empathy. Oh. <laughs> it's you... tapeworms. Because the tapeworms? I don't think that's it. Yeah. But, uh, well, but yeah, so, so basically, Wendigo possession is a corruption. It's a corruption of the mind, the soul, and the body that comes from desperation, isolation, starvation, and selfishness. And the transformation mm-hmm. of a person into a Wendigo is more of an internal one than a physical one. So really, okay. you don't eat a person that become a 30-foot-tall Cronenberg monster with a deer skull for a head. 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the description of it being a, being a former human and now gaunt and emaciated is usually due to the circumstances that forced you to become a cannibal in the first place. So like starvation and malnourishment. Right. That's why those pictures that I sent mm-hmm. you the second time around is more human, just clearly not well. Right. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Checks mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Checks yep. out. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> as for the origin of the Wendigo legend, I don't really know where it came from. Uh, one story I read says that the first Wendigo was a hunter who became lost in the woods during a partic- particularly harsh and brutal winter. Starving and out of options, mm. his intense hunger drove him to cannibalism. And once he consumed human flesh, uh, he transformed into the Wendigo. He was cursed to roam the forest in search of more people to feast upon. Others tell a similar story with slight variations on the Wendigo's ability. Uh, some say that it grows larger with every person it eats. And it can control the weather, bringing blizzards, hurricanes, and drought upon regions. And in order for people to be put in those type of trying and desperate situations, in order to bring them to do the things that cause you to become a Wendigo, if that makes sense. So basically, the Wendigo is creating more Wendigos by controlling nature to make you become a Wendigo. Also, right, if you're listening right. to this, Start the episode over. Take a shot every time I say the Wendigo, because I'm pretty sure I've said it at least 47 times by now. Okay. All right. I'll hop downstairs and get the whiskey. <laughs> well, not now, but... Does anybody ever eat part of themselves? See, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, the Wendigo does that... eats his own lips, apparently, because it's fucking starving for human flesh. But I don't right. think it can only right. eat itself. Right, 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 right. I don't, I just, like, chop off a leg. Is it cannibalism at that point, or is that is like is that like auto cannibalism something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um. I don't want to eat myself. No. Well, there was a story of that dude. I don't think so. Kyle actually sent me this story that some guy lost his leg in like a motorcycle crash or something like that, and he asked the doctor mm-hmm. if he could take it home, and he did, and he made tacos out of it, and him and his friends all ate his leg. Oh wow! You wouldn't do that if I lost my leg. You wouldn't have some of my taco meat leg. Uh, I yeah. Slow cook. Yeah, I would. Oh, put slow cooker. Pulled pork it's, sandwiches it's a with, a like, with like coleslaw. Dave Dave Ooh. sandwiches. Oh god damn, dude, that'd be so good. So some Dave's law. Yeah, we're kind of. <laughs> Dang, I'm hungry. <laughs> I did have a burrito <laughs> today. That dude, this no, I had a burrito today that it hesit- I hesitate to say that it had French fries on it. Let's just say it had deep fried potatoes in it. God damn, okay. was it good. I've never had anything like True. it in my life, and I was all about it. Man, who knew an episode about cannibalism would get us so hungry? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going right. to need a baked potato after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your mind goes? Baked potatoes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, stories and <laughs> legends of the Wendigo vary slightly from one region to the next. One thing that I think both you and I can both agree on is that it stands as a cautionary tale, uh, much like the mm. Kappa in Japan was to, to like deter children from getting too close to the water unsupervised, or like the hook-handed maniac at Lover's Lane to stop teenagers from having premarital sex. It's basically a story mm-hmm. that teaches conservation, willpower, and selflessness. Right. Now, or the demon that comes out to tell you not to swim 30 minutes after you eat. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. 
Yeah, he's just holding an alarm clock or something. See, no one is that a thing that you were told as a kid that there was a demon? <laughs> no. <laughs> I really hoped I just learned something super fucked up about you. <laughs> like, it's like, cool, you know that's not a real story, right? That explains so much. Fuck. <laughs> now, do uh, a life is a lie. How many lies have you been telling me, my? <laughs> Now, to quote from an essay I found on phdessay.com with no credited author, uh, it says that, quote, winter is a time of scarcity in both food and warmth and was considered by the natives to be one of the most necessary times for a community to band together to survive the harshness. A scarcity of materials mm -hmm. would give rise to hunger, forcing people to either share what they had with each other for the good of the group or hoard what they had for their own sakes. Uh, it goes mm -hmm. on to say that, Quote, the choice to hoard an act of selfishness was seen as an act of defiance, not only against the group, but the creator himself. So basically to have these legends, it's pretty crucial for not only oneself to live as a better person, but for the whole tribe, living as one and taking care of each other, which I think mm. is what the Wendigo role was supposed to play, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. I don't know. Like, I mean, this is just me. Yeah. I mean, again, if I'm talking out my ass, someone please let me know. But that's what I took away from the folklore of the Wendigo. I appreciate the personal touch and the, you know, popping that in there. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, you know, physical being, right? It's, it's more of a entity folklore. So it's, it comes with that, right? You got to make your own, uh, yeah. you know, determination, right? Sure. I guess. I like it. I like it. I like you. Thank you. I work really hard on this. Hey, <laughs> hey thanks bud. You look good. Dude, so do you, man. I mean, you look like a vampire, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if you see me next time, I know on my lips, it's because of this episode. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> so now we're going to get into something that we didn't really go over, but I feel at least needs to be mentioned, uh, is the concept of Wendigo psychosis, uh, which is recognized by the APA, which is the American Psychological Association. And it is described as, a severe culture-bound syndrome occurring among northern Algonquin Indians living in Canada and the northeastern United States. The syndrome is characterized by delusions of becoming possessed by a flesh-eating monster, the Wendigo. It is manifested mm. in symptoms including depression, violence, a compulsion for <laughs> a compulsive desire for human flesh, and sometimes mm -hmm. actual cannibalism. Now, mm -hmm. the way I feel about this Wendigo psychosis I feel like it kind of delegitimizes the beliefs of Native Americans and the First Nations. And it's kind of just a way for like white dudes and like lab coats to be like, nah, y'all, y'all are kind of crazy. This is what it is. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, the human brain is a piece of shit. And I'm sure in some cases, mm -hmm. if you grew up hearing the stories and then found yourself in a situation where you're faced with such desperation or if maybe you had like an underlying mental health disorder already upon like on top of hearing these stories. And then you had some sort of mm. psychotic break. I, I can see the psychosis being very much a possibility. You know, you you're letting your right. mind get oh, the yeah. best of you. Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of stand mm -hmm. with that. I mean, yeah, it's real, but at the same time, I feel like you're just delegitimizing the whole community, but who, I don't know. Again, talking up my ass. I don't know. Um, yeah. What do you think, right. Colby? No, I've, I've been talking no, I, forever. I, I, I feel you on that. I feel you. I, I, I feel like that's been, uh, most of my comments is like trying to logic, 
my way out of this. And that's not the point of it, right? The point of it is to, you know, bring about, uh, you know, a certain understanding of this, um, you know, I mean, a, a, a mental, you know, break is yeah. like something that's not like tangible, right? So in order to explain something like that, maybe you need something that's not tangible as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll buy, I buy that. Are you part of the APA? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I used to be, uh, you know, they still send me packets. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I feel like we're not qualified to talk about this, but I feel like we're, I think we're, I think we're doing okay. I, yeah, I think so. I just got one. I mean, the jokes are on point. I mean, you're, you're killing it tonight. Uh, no, I just got, I got one more, one more little bit. And then we'll close out the episode. Uh, one thing I found that okay. was kind of neat, and I have no idea if this is true or not, but uh, the modern Wendigo interpretation uh, like that I sent you is always this emaciated, super tall figure with a deer skull and antlers, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well, according to some stuff I read... <laughs> Uh, the deer in some Native American cultures is like a symbol of growth, regeneration, fertility, and life. So some people are saying that the modern portrayal okay. of the Wendigo is like a bastardization of that. Uh, death, greed, famine, starvation, the skull of a deer instead of the, the head of a deer. Uh, right. I don't know if right. that's the reason some people chose to portray it that way, but I thought it was just like a neat little exp- explanation for why it may have transformed into that. I don't mm. know. Yeah. Well, uh, I think the uh, portrayal of skulls in uh, a lot of metal music is to show that, you know, like humans are all the same regardless of skin color and yada, 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 right? So maybe they were trying to say that about I don't think that's eating what... humans, eating deer. It's the same thing. You know, we're all bones on the inside. Cannibals are, are people too type of thing. Yeah, they are. You know, they may have had a psychotic break and ate their whole family, but, you know you know we got to look after him who are we to judge i i don't know fair enough all right well that's uh i i certainly won't that's that's the story of the wendigo the best that i could tell it that's a good ass story i think i think we did okay you did great you cited your sources you had basil in it yeah basil's a fucking badass dude dude i never read his book i should probably read it though at the front line i know dude yeah but yeah, so mm-hmm. so what did you think? I think the Wendigo is um, scary and um, definitely has its place in, you know, um, teaching people about the, um, um, the, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for here? Importance. Uh, the importance of not eating your own kind, you know? <laughs> and maybe it's, holding a mirror up to mental health, you know. Um I don't know, it's just spitballing here. I thought <laughs> it was a good ass story though. Right? It's definitely so I always grew up with the I grew up with, but I I've always seen the interpretation of the Wendigo as the deer skull guy. So after mm-hmm. doing all this research and finding out that basically my whole entire understanding of the Wendigo is completely wrong. And that it's not a cryptid, and that it's actually like a spirit. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucking, I don't know. 
took the wind out of my sails because I feel like because I like I always shared pictures or stories or whatever of real like real Wendigo sightings just to find out that it's all bullshit, dude. In my re- so right. during doing research, I did a, I watched a lot of YouTube videos because reading is uh, a nightmare. Put put you right out, dude. The amount of fucking like top 10 real Wendigo sightings and it's just like a blurry deer standing on a rock and it's like dude fuck off with this nonsense like what are you doing right yeah 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 yeah. it was annoying clicks yeah it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was awful clicks but yeah so that's the story of the Wendigo guys we did it that's cool thanks for setting the record straight bud yeah I feel like not a lot of people do that there, I mean, there's a couple cool podcasts that I listen to and like I said the John Solo video was really fucking good he did like an awesome job uh Really dispelling any sort of like misnomer misnomers is that the right word? It, yeah, that okay. that sounds correct yeah. about the uh, about the Wendigo. But then there's this podcast called uh, Graveyard Tales, which I listened to that had a lot of really good like information and resources attached to it. Dude, this podcast is okay. the fucking best. All right, yeah, please listen to my podcast. But if you don't like who we are as people, sure. go listen to this one because it's two dudes from I, I think from Texas. I don't know, but they're from the South somewhere. And they have the most mm-hmm. angelic voices I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, oh, it's that like nice cowboy Texas oh, accent. You know okay. what I mean? You All can definitely right. tell that yeah. they have like work spurs for their boots and then like dress spurs. They have the one pair of like really nice blue jeans that they wear to both weddings and funerals. Right. They right, definitely right, have right, bolo right. ties that match all of their different cowboy hats. Like they call mm-hmm. they call every woman ma'am and every man sir. But not in an offensive way. You no, know? it's the most. I feel like polite. you call a lady, you call a woman, ma'am, around here. You're gonna get some shit for it. Oh, yeah, dude, he, dude they, I bet they tip their caps all the time. Mm. But no, they mm. do a really good job. They're a really good, like, cryptid paranormal folklore podcast. But yeah, nice. Yeah, it was good. Nice. I think I think we had a good time. I think we did it. We did it. We we did it for sure. Um, and now I'm be- I'm better for it. Really, you are. Because now you know the now truth. Now I can be on the lookout. Yeah. On the lookout for what? I'm looking for what? Oh, I, I'll be, I, now <laughs> I know if I go into a mental psychosis, if I start chewing on my flesh, I'll know what it is. It's not me. It's the Wendigo. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time for us to Wendigo. Hey. Hey, I did a Colby. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, I appreciate thanks, everybody. it. Everybody, yeah, thanks, Colby, for being back on. Uh, if yeah. you, if you guys are listening, if you wouldn't mind, it'd be awesome if you could rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, but also leave us a rating on mm-hmm. uh, Spotify because you can do that now, apparently. But also, I found out that I can add questions mm. to the episodes on Spotify, and you guys can respond. So if you think this is all bullshit and I did a terrible job, please tear me a new one. If you guys think I was nice, did okay, and I got the story across the best I could respectfully. That would also be mm. very comforting because this is nerve wracking for me. All right. Nah. Colby, I'm going to say goodbye. We're going to go. 